Welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week. Except, Except this week, because we're giving you an all-new Trailer Talk special episode, where we'll be reviewing trailers that just dropped or are trending this week, including the time travel adventure, The Tomorrow War. Well, we want to go back in time to stop ourselves from seeing Chris Pratt in a movie that isn't set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, assassin thriller Gunpowder Milkshake is Corinne Gillian's new Netflix release to die for. Marvel's Loki. Will we want to bring the hammer down on Thor's little brother's new Disney Plus series? And horror comedy, The Werewolf Within. Is this video game turned movies bark worse than its bloodthirsty bite? The coming attraction action starts now. I'm Kevin Williams, and I'll be trailer talking with my incredible co-host, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. Wow, Kevin, it feels so good to have trailers. It's, I feel like things are coming back normal now, right? I think they kind of are. It's, I'm still a little antsy. Don't stand too close to me. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, the world is starting to open up. We're not going back to theaters or anything. But, but oh, I'm going... not. But but people are. People, people are. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, braver people than me. All right. So, Tone, what's our first victim? The Tomorrow Wars, an upcoming Amazon Prime Video original sci-fi film directed by Chris McKay and written by Zach Dean. The film stars Chris Pratt, Yvonne Stravinsky, J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin, Edwin Hodge, Sam Richardson, Jasmine Matthews, Ryan Kiera Armstrong, and Keith Powers. Comedian and actor Marilyn Raskubuk is also in this one, and I always call her Chloe from 24 because I can't pronounce her last name and I messed it up. <laughs> Uh, this was originally set to be uh, released on Paramount Pictures, but Amazon swooped in, bought the rights, and now you can enjoy it at home on Amazon Prime Video on July 2nd of this year, Kevin. What's the synopsis? Let me give it to you. All right. A family man is drafted to fight in a future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. Okay, I don't know what that does not tell you a whole lot, but don't. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think of the trailer for The Tomorrow War? Chris Pratt, every movie that he does has to be like blockbuster-ish. Like, he he did um, Jurassic Park. Both Jurassic Park movies were blockbuster Jurassic World. Jurassic World. He was too big for a park. He needed the oh, world. Oh, it was the Jurassic World. And then, then, then there's the Marvel movie. So this kind of falls in line with what you expect. I thought that the, the trailer was... Basically kind of interesting because I've never seen the idea in the trailer, folks. Chris Pratt is at home. He's watching uh, like a soccer game, which I thought was very international of him to watch a soccer game. Oh, no, you know, was it, you know what it was? Uh, the first thing I thought, okay, mm-hmm. why isn't they, uh, why aren't they watching the Super Bowl? Because cl- it's a party. So clearly everybody's come to watch this sporting event. And his wife is there. His daughter's there. I think they're at, their, they're at somebody's house. So I thought, like, wouldn't they be watching the Super Bowl? And I thought, I no. Thought so you know what happened was they, this clear, they clearly this movie company mm-hmm. got sponsored. This is a sponsored p- product placement of like the World Cup. 
because it doesn't make any sense any other way. I completely agree, Kevin. I was at first I was thinking maybe this is like for an international release because the the in the trailer the whole scene looks very much like a Super Bowl party type setup. You have all these people gathered in the house. They have chips. They have they have drinks, but they're watching soccer. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, I, I, it has to be some type of um paid promo or like you know like a sponsored bit. Absolutely. So, so the the weirdest thing happens in the middle of the of the game. Uh, like this portal opens and like this soldier woman comes forward and she says that we need people to fight the future war or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) She says the name of the movie. (laughs) So yeah. So to kind of uh, short, uh, uh, give a, you know, make a long story short, basically supposedly 30 years in the future, um, there has been some kind of alien invasion and humanity is on the brink of uh, being extinct uh, due to these aliens. So they have to go back in time Mm -hmm. to draft people to fight in the Tomorrow War. And so Chris Pratt could get a deferment because he is not only a school teacher, but what a shock, he's a former military guy. And so... Um, if he does get that deferment, then his wife would probably be drafted. So he enlists to spare his wife and have her there to keep their child safe. And she, uh, he tells her that he's going to come back. And so she says, <laughs> you know, 70% of uh of the of uh people drafted into the tomorrow war do not come back and i'm like yeah but those people aren't the stars of movies so that's why i think he has a much higher shot of coming back kevin when she said that part i kept thinking like this is kind of like um the what what is what is that thing with that that movie where they sent the tributes. They send them from every district, and they don't. Oh come my back. God! You're uh, uh, the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, yeah, the Hunger Games. Uh, but in this way, you're fighting aliens instead of fighting for your district. But yeah, basically, you don't come back. And there's a very there's a funny part. So I wasn't familiar um, with this actor. Maybe, maybe you are with Sam Richardson. But there's an actor. His name is Sam Richardson. He portraying this character, and he's next to um to Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Chris Pratt's character, and and he turns to him in a part of part of the trailer when a whole bunch of stuff is exploding. He's like, "Nice to know you." <laughs> <laughs> Also, some of the visual effects, it reminded me of World War Z because they're really far away shot, but you can just see these hordes and hordes of um, mm-hmm. these alien creatures um, coming up the sides of this, uh, uh, what, like, fort or something like that. Very and, and that's like when that when uh, uh, that uh, Chris Pratt's, uh, Pratt's new uh, black best friend uh clearly knows oh it's over we're 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 done for one thing i will say the movie was they were cre- they were clever about doing in the trailer they only give us the slightest glimpse of whatever the creatures are oh yeah you really don't see them so they do not give you a good idea so you you're going to have to see the movie to really see what exactly chris pratt has to fight uh to try and get back home to i guess uh our period uh, our time period but here's the thing <laughs> I know what's coming. Go ahead. I believe that there's just going to be some kind of twist or something. We're assuming that because they come back and they look like people saying that, that they're, uh, we, we need to, you need to come and fight with us in this quote unquote future war. I don't what? know if I believe them. Either they're like from another dimension or they may be from Earth's past. They may actually be back from like literally thousands and thousands of years ago that we don't even know of a civilization that's long, long dead that they may be from that or something. But I don't believe it's 
what they're what what they're painting it to be this war they're fighting either they're fighting another war in another dimension or something like that or if the aliens really aren't aliens they're really some kind of science experiment and they're people that have been turned into these monsters something is there's going to be some kind of twist i can feel it and what's also funny to me kevin uh, since we're going all flat earth and we're just throwing out crazy theories (laughs) (laughs) um why 30 years? Why did they go back into the past and like find exactly. you know, guns? They could go back to the 40s or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Why would you come back? You know, they could they could have gone back and tried and, and got Steve Rogers. I don't know why they had to come to knit today mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, that's interesting that the, the 30 years ago, uh, they could have gone back. Literally, if you can, if you have to be able to go back in time, they could go back in time literally uh, a week before the invasion happens exactly. and, and and prepare and get all their forces ready to kick ass and try it again. If you can keep going back in time and replaying the scenario uh, Groundhog's Day style, you will eventually win the war because each time that you're on the brink of uh, all being killed, just like, okay, well, don't, don't get them from the left flank. Well, then you do it, reset. Let's try it for the right. Okay, oh, we almost all got killed from the right. Let's try and get them from above. And then let's try and get it from the underground. You can try different takes on it. So there's something else going mm-hmm. on, I think. Kevin, what you just described basically is that Tom Cruise movie, Die Repeat, or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know that what it's called, tomorrow. but there is a movie like that where he keeps doing that over and over again. Yeah, he keeps doing it. I think it's Edge of Tomorrow, which is funny because it's called The Tomorrow War. But as far as the cinematography, Kevin is right. Everything is shot really outside. Like the trailer shows you all these explosions, but you don't see any people being blown up or anything. It's all very far. It's you know, it happens from a far distance. But it looks it looks like a fun popcorn movie, like something you can you can definitely watch. If people have Amazon Prime um, video, I, I can't see them not watching this on July Fourth weekend. It seems like just a fun movie, and I'll give it to Chris um, to Chris Pratt. He's he, he just has like that very like easy to watch action type of, of star um, vibe to him. No. He is the definition of likable, unless you know who he is as a person. But as far as a performer <laughs> and an actor, he seems super likable and super approachable and not super mm-hmm. racist and homophobic and junk like in real life. But anyway, um, so <laughs> allegedly, 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 don't so, don't so, don't so. Anyway, he's great. But anyway, um, I agree with you. This has blockbuster written all over it. It has echoes of old time things like I can't believe I'm saying this. Independence Day. Yeah, Independence Sorry, Day. Sorry, Will Smith. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> remember when you were you and your grandpa watched Independence Day by the Crick. But anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> way back, you were drinking Country Time lemonade. But anyway, um, <laughs> if it already isn't clear, let me ask you: What is your rating for this? We're we're just going with the like, watch it, not watch it, because we're not. Theaters aren't fully open mm-hmm. everywhere, and 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 even when they are open, we're still antsy, so we're not doing our classic rating system quite yet. So, are you going to watch it or not? I'm definitely going to watch this, Kevin. I, I feel like I have Amazon Prime. I've, I'm have i a fan of Chris Pratt, at least on screen. And um, it, it just looks like a fun movie. And I want to know, you know, there has to be something better than just some type of writing tool or like a writing a plot device that enables them not to go further 30 years. So, I need to find out why. So, I'm, I'm curious why that time period. I'm going to watch this. What about you? I am going to watch it, too. I have to admit, I'm, I'm, I'm in it now. Not so much for the actual regular story. I need to know about the plot twist. Is there a plot twist or is it everything that we were explained in the trailer? 
trailer just the way it was explained because it just feels really arbitrary and weird like our we have time travel technology but we can only go 30 years back that's as far as we can go or we can't go 10 years back or one week back only i need i need deets I need to know what's going on. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. So, Tone, what's our next victim? So our next victim is Gunpowder Milkshake. It's an upcoming action thriller film directed by Navod Papushado and written by Papushado and Ehud Lavsky. The film stars Karine Gillian. You, Karen Gillian, Karen Gillan. I'm going to say it all types of ways, Kevin, because one of these is right, okay? <laughs> uh, Karine Gillian, uh, Lena Headley, uh, Carla Gugino, Chloe Coleman, Michelle Yao, uh, Angela Bassett, and Paul Giamatti. It's a lot of great actors in this movie. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake is scheduled to be released on Netflix on July 14, 2021. And if you're an international Last Weekly listener, it'll be available on July 21st by Styx Films and Studio Canal. Kevin, can you please give us a synopsis for Gunpowder Milkshake? All right. Three generations of women fight back against those who could take everything everything from them oh wow that is the most that's vague really... generic sentence ever written by anybody in the history of time all right so <laughs> tone what did you think of the trailer that definitely gave us more information than that synopsis did so let, let me start off by saying that um kareen jillian or karen gillen like she, I, I i didn't even know this i thought her name was karen Gillen, and then I spoke with Kevin, and he's like, "No, it's Kareen Gillian," and we both agreed that. Uh, well, I I agree. I'm not sure if he agrees with this far. It's pretty cool that she was she had the her parents had the foresight not to even though it's spelled Karen like you know like a Karen. It's not pronounced Karen. It's pronounced Kareen, right? I think it's get pronounced uh uh yeah Karen is what I Corinne. thought how it was pronounced, but maybe it is Karen. I'm not sure. I thought I heard it pronounced a Karen, but I, even if it wasn't pronounced Karen originally, it's it's pronounced Karen now. It's pronounced <laughs> <laughs> the last word's pronunciation is Corinne. Uh, so Corinne um, Gillen, uh, Gillian or Gillen, is probably your favorite fangirl or fanboy actress. You just don't know it. So for the people that are listening at home or on their commute, she's been in no less than five Disney Marvel Cinematic Universe films. I wasn't aware of it because the woman is a chameleon because she's blue in the Marvel films, Kevin. She, play, she plays Nebula uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and I didn't even she know She looks so different when she... She's not oh, blue God. and and bald and, and bald. Uh, has pla metal plates in her hand. Very different, Kevin. Very different. <laughs> and she's also Martha in the Jumanji movies uh, with Kevin what? Hart and Jack Black. Oh, and my Rock. gosh. Yep. She is a chameleon. Mm hmm. And she was also in Mike Flanagan's Oculus. Uh, Mike Flanagan's director of Dr. Sleep, for those that don't know. Um, he also did um, A Haunting on Hill House on Netflix. But if you still have Netflix, because I canceled, um, you should definitely <laughs> check that out. <laughs> great horror film and katie sackoff is in that kevin i'm not sure if you know but i'm a big katie sackoff starbuck um fan um so yeah so go back to so so that's who corinne um jillian is i'm pronouncing it french now corinne jillian so we also have chris coleman and uh, chloe coleman in this movie um sorry excuse me chloe coleman uh that's the young girl in the trailer and she was in oh. my spy which um i'm not sure if you saw it, it was on amazon kevin it was well, dave batista's in that movie so another guardians of the galaxy connection in this one um so let's to get to the actual trailer finally um if you've seen john wick chapter three spoilers if you because you should have seen it by now it's a great it's a great it's a great action film it's basically the same thing in the trailer you have an assassin who's played by corinne jillian 
and she's supposed to kill someone. But this someone somehow has uh, a young girl with them. And then she decides not to do it because a young girl is in the way or something like that. And now the international assassin organization that she works for is coming for her. Okay, wait, wait. Let me let me explain it a little bit differently. So what <laughs> happened was... No, uh, okay, she is an international assassin and she works for some kind of big shadowy organization. Somebody was stupid enough to rob or steal from an international organization of assassins so they send her to go retrieve what was taken from them in the course of that apparently she killed the wrong person and now every assassin in the world is after her and so when she goes to like take care of business she sees that there's this young girl that's being held hostage or whatever i don't know what the tie is or who this girl is or why they were holding her in the first place but they were using her as some kind of human shield she managed to uh get that girl and rescue her and now she's on the run and she gets a call from one of the people from her organization saying like yeah you are no longer under the uh protection of our organization because you met you effed up excommunicado <laughs> um like i said john wick chapter three right <laughs> exactly oh another thing i want to you got to mention because honestly i i don't I, I can't even pretend when it comes to this trailer because it has two of the most badass women mm -hmm. of all to me angela bassett is one of them and the other one is uh michelle yo 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 Yao? Yao. okay whatever yo, yo, oh no, she yo, wait, yo, yo uh, okay yeah she is absolutely amazing if you watched any of uh, a crouching tiger hidden mm -hmm. dragon or also where i know her from is star trek discovery she was absolutely amazing oh, yeah. and badass in both the roles she played in that and um so they actually work uh they are actually working a place uh, called the library and they are known as the librarians it's the of uh, uh angela bassett and michelle and another woman whose name i can't remember they're the librarians and there's a really funny scene when uh corinne walks in and says you know um i need to return these books she has a big <laughs> duffel bag full of guns and so then um uh they she describes the assignment she has and then angela bassett goes well you know she goes she says you're gonna need um what's her name what's that famous female uh I don't um, even remember no book names. But I know Carla Gugino is the actress you were talking about. Before. Okay, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, you're going to need... Oh, God, what is her name? Pride and Prejudice. Whoever the author of Pride and Prejudice is, those of you are people are yelling at their speakers right now. Like, how does he not know her name? I can't remember it. But anyway, um, so she says you're going to need a Jane Austen. Jane Austen. <laughs> you're going to need Whoa. a Jane Austen. And she opens this book and it has like a and it has like a gun in it. And then uh, mm -hmm. then she uh, uh gives her another book. All the books have guns in them. And this is this. They're all a bunch of badass assassins. We learn that Corinne hasn't seen her mother since. Since her mother uh, uh, left when she was like around 12 or something like that. We don't know why her mother left, but her mother is none other than Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. A super duper duper evil badass is her mom. So she comes by her skills naturally. We see scenes of her kicking much ass, basically Black Widow style. She's, um, she's shooting people in the face. She's kicking them. She's flipping 
rocking chairs. She's doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, so if you're hungry for Black Widow, but you can't wait, this is a good, uh, this will, this will hold you for a little bit before Black Widow comes out. And, um, there is a scene where Corinne and her mother are, uh, they're, they're basically kind of trapped by, uh, surrounded by all these gunmen. They're, they're pinned down. Mm-hmm. And so the mother says to her, uh, to Corinne, she goes, you're an extraordinary young woman. Uh, there is no one in the world I would rather kill people with. <laughs> and she goes, thanks, mom. Oh, it's like, it was uh, a heart moment. Like, wow. It was an adorable moment. And then they just start shooting and kicking ass. Uh, so that French actress you mentioned, there was a scene with her where the little girl, um, she she gives her an old school Walkman and she tells her to put it on and turn up the music. She goes, I'm going to be making a little bit of noise. And then all of a sudden, the roof of a Volkswagen uh, bus like pops open and a, a machine gun turret comes out of it and it starts raining bullets and the little girl is just listening to her music it <laughs> looks so fun the colors are so it's it's the the cinematically it's so bright and sharp and um there is a scene where there's some kind of huge gunfight happening in some kind of old kind of fashion diner diner yeah that looks like it is going to be epic all right tone i i don't know about you but i'm gonna go first i think i've made it quite clear you had me and angela bassett and if i was even contemplating thinking something different then michelle yo dragged me back but then when i tried to break free one more time seriously lannister with a gun uh, uh, yeah i'm in i'm in so I'm definitely watching it. What about you? <laughs> no mystery there, Kevin. I completely agree. Like there's so, there's so, such uh, there's a lot of female actors um in in this movie who I just think are definitely awesome, and I'm a hundred percent in for this. This, this is going to be a fun ride, and um. I just don't see how if you have Netflix, you're not going to watch this. I'm waiting to get my Netflix back, Kevin. So I'm, I'm I'm stacking good content. And once I have enough good content, I'm going on a binge. And this is going to be on the course. Okay, so I'm watching this. Oh, no, you're, you're playing it the absolute right way. Take a break from a platform. Come back. That's what I, how I was always playing it with, like, CBS All Access. I love Star Trek. Anybody who knows me knows I love Star Trek. I was in with Star Trek Discovery. Um, they were releasing those episodes one week at a time. What you do is you wait for the whole season to have been released. Then you get that streaming service for a glorious month. Binge that and any other show that you were remotely interested in. And then drop it like a hot rock and come back next year. All right. So, Tone, what's our next victim? So on last weekly, you just don't get movie trailer review comments and ideas. You also get strategies for binging <laughs> and for saving money. We we, we, uh, we talked one on our on other episodes recently about cash. So we're trying to help people save. Wow, it's, it's... a post pandemic world. We all got to tighten our belts some kind of ways. A hundred percent right, Kevin. Oh, unless yeah, unless you own Amazon, then you're doing great. You you could keep Netflix all the time <laughs> if your last name is Bezos. You get Amazon Prime Video, but this, that was netflix speaking of our speaking of another streaming service um our next victim is loki loki is an upcoming disney plus streaming series created by michael waldron based on the marvel comics character loki 
of the same name. Uh, it's played by Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston from the movies is actually going to come back and do this show, by the way. Uh, they're now recasting the actors, for those who are wondering. This show, like WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which took place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, also takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. So Loki is right after Avengers Endgame, just like the other two shows on Disney+. Plus. Aside from Tom Hiddleston starring as Loki, we also have Owen Wilson, uh, Gugu Mbato Raw, and Wunmi Musaku this time around. Uh, Loki is going to have six episodes first season, and it starts airing on Disney Plus on June 9, 2021. Kevin, what's the synopsis for Loki? All right. After stealing the Tesseract during the events of Avengers Endgame in 2019, an alternate version of Loki is brought to the mysterious Time Variance Authority, also known as the TVA, a bureaucratic organization that exists outside of time and space and monitors the timeline. Mysterious. Wow, very Doctor Who-ish. Um, <laughs> so what did you think of the trailer? This trailer was like a what was that Jackson Pollock is is that the painting Kevin where you just that's throw... the splatter painting Jackson Pollock was the splatter painting that's the guy splatter painting so think of it like you had a whole bunch of scenes and there were and there, there's so much color on on these scenes like so a lot of different colors a lot of different types of fashion you really can't tell what time period anything is happening because a lot of people are dressed and you just threw it all together in in this crazy a montage and that's his trailer like i couldn't make heads or tails of what's happening in this trailer it's all over the place it's very visually stunning there's like i said like the 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 way that the the set pieces are done the the way they're dressed like i, I love like some some colors are very like muted like 70s but other colors just pop like when loki's wearing a, a green suit but I could not tell for the life of me, like, what's the, the, the show's going to be about by looking at the trailer. Because I, I, I think it's on purpose. The, the scenes or the way the shots are cut together, they seem kind of out of sequence for me. So I couldn't put together what the hell's happening. I look, everything looks very interesting and, like, a lot of thought behind it. But, Kevin, please tell me what the trailer was about. <laughs> okay, this is my take on it. I'm not saying I'm not the authority, but <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a time authority. But what I think is happening is Loki with the power of the Tesseract, found a way to go around poking around in time, probably trying to go back in time and take control of Asgard or trying to go back in time and kill Thor or something like that. And by doing it and trying it a bunch of different ways and it not working, he was messing up timelines in different universes. And so there's probably some kind of authority that we don't know about, uh, just like it turned out like in the uh, Star Wars universe that there was of the that there's these metachlorians that are controlling the force. We didn't uh, wait there's like some kind of council of people working on the force <laughs> so anyway there's some kind of there's some kind of people working on keeping the time streams in all the different universes copacetic and so loki was messing that up and in fact we have a scene where owen wilson says basically you effed up uh you know a, a bunch of time uh, uh timelines and kind of like I've, it reminded me of um what do they call those guys the Oh, Umbrella God. Academy, like the, the, no, the, wait though. Give me a second. No, that's uh, it's the thing with uh, Harley Quinn is one of them. Birds uh, of Prey. No, of the other the other movie franchise that she's a part of. 
Oh, Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. So basically, like, we we need the bad guys to basically uh, fix something. So they went to Loki, who's done a bunch of mistakes. And so um, uh, Owen Wilson is like, it's up to you to fix it. And so we're going to send you back in time with uh, another agent or whatever. And you're going to basically correct all these different mistakes uh, through time and set the time back on its original course is what I think is going to happen in each episode. They're going to send him into new places. But one of the things I wanted to talk about was Ms. Uh, Miss Menace, who is the voice of the of the uh, Time Variance Authority, and she is an animated character that's like on a TV screen. She looks kind of like a, a, an, a cross between an animated clock and an emoji. So she's got like eyes and a big eyes and a face. She kind of looks like the style of cartoon. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to have ourselves a treat. Anyway, so she she looks like wow, that. I get it all on last weekly. They even get strong <laughs> entertainment. You get your money's worth here on last weekly. But anyway, so she looks like that, but she has this and she has this adorable southern accent, but she is super scary. And so we see this technology like these people are super badass at this time authority. So they've got Loki and he's in prison. They have some kind of weird space dog collar on him that could I guess electrocute him or decapitate him or something. And all of a sudden they hit him with some kind of beam that basically like melts his clothes off of him and he's naked and then they all of a sudden they put him through this he falls through a trap door and as he's falling through the trap door the trap door puts like a prison uniform on him and then all of a sudden you hear um he's like he's in this kind of like almost like a dmv kind of uh, line waiting room kind of thing and he uh is told by like the uh that automated that woman the uh, miss menace that you know a judge will be with you shortly and so then look he's like like i'm not gonna be here stand here and be judge and then you see some guy in the next line uh being asked to hand over some kind of card and he's all like i'm not doing and he just gets shot with something and instantly gets vaporized and so then loki all the oh okay what do you want me to do (laughs) and so (laughs) what do you need and so loki's on board um and also there was a really funny scene with um uh i'm gonna butcher her name umbuku or whatever her name is i always mess her name up but she's amazing so there's a scene where they're gonna basically send i think uh loki to a his first time mission and so he goes well do i get a weapon and then owen wilson hands him some kind of weapon and immediately she walks by and says um no oh no he doesn't and she rips it right out of his hand and just walks off i laughed out loud when she grabbed <laughs> that weapon oh i don't think so and <laughs> that was so funny you're right it is so colorful mm-hmm. um they spent money uh, one thing I- i'm just gonna cut to the chase here i have to give it to disney plus what they have done with these marvel shows wandavision the uh, the genius of the storytelling and the depth that they went into with WandaVision, as fanciful as it was, it had an emotional heart and core to it that kept me engaged. And then follow that up with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as it's known now, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, spoiler alert. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, so um, that show was shockingly amazingly engaging even if you ignore the queer baiting that's another story yeah disney (laughs) but anyway um i have to admit 
the bar is raised. They're making like feature film looking TV shows. And this looks, we see some mm-hmm. shot of some super futuristic city or some kind of Asgardian adjacent city next to good Asgardian schools or something that looks spectacular in this. The effects look absolutely amazing um loki being uh brought down several pegs and stripped down also queer baiting um i'll I'll explain that later because i don't think you even know what queer baiting is but anyway we'll talk later so (laughs) it's a thing and disney's doing it but anyway um yeah i have to admit i'll say it right now i'm gonna go first again I am in. I would. I. I. I, These Disney shows, uh, Marvel Disney shows, have just. They are delivering. A hundred percent, Kevin. And I'm so. I'm so. So much. So much thanks goes to you, Kevin, because I watched this multiple times. I tried to wrap my head around what was happening, and listening to you tell it, people back home are like, "Oh, that that makes complete sense. Like that sounds like you know it makes all sense." And you know, watching that, I didn't get none of that from the trailer. So I'm hoping. (laughs) Uh, so, so a little, a little bit of caution for those listening. What Kevin described might not be it, but it, it sounds like it makes sense. Oh my god! It might not be none of that at all because I couldn't make heads or tails of it. But you definitely got a lot of the of the pieces from the trailer. I think it's interesting that um, Marvel decided to take a character like Loki, who's technically like a I would, I would call him an antihero. He's a villain, but okay, villain. Let's call him antihero, soft villain. And they give him a whole series. And I agree with you, Kevin. Like, they did such a great job with WandaVision and then with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And, and those two shows have such a different tone and message. And I think they're going to do marvelous with this show. I don't know what the trailer was about, but I'm 100% in already. The, every single show that Disney has done with these Marvel shows so far have been knocked out the park. So I don't know what happened in the trailer, but I'm definitely for it. I'm going to watch it. Definitely. 100%. Oh, dear. I, I hate rewarding Disney Plus for all their queer baiting. But anyway, if you have any questions about queer baiting, look it up. All right. So, and if, and if, and if, and if you're still not, if, if, if you're still unclear after that, watch the scene where Falcon and the Winter Soldier are sitting, gazing into each other's eyes, crotch to crotch, and get back to me. Anyway, that was so, a stare off, Kevin. That was a stare off. Okay, it was a it was a close off, is more like it. But anyway, let's talk about that later. So, Tone, what's our last victim? Our last victim is Werewolves Within. It's an upcoming comedy horror film directed by Josh Rubin and written by Mishnah Wolf. Werewolves Within is based on a video game which is of the same name, Werewolves Within, from Rep Storm Entertainment. It's starring Sam Richardson, who we just saw in the trailer for The Tomorrow War. Uh, <laughs> right? He I is never, working. He's he's definitely working, Sam Richardson. Uh, Milana Vantrub who you all know if you've ever watched an AT&T commercial. She's like the AT&T girl. <gasps> oh. That, oh, my God. I thought I recognized her, but I couldn't yeah. figure out where from. And you're right. That is the AT&T and, girl. Yes, and she's AT&T. in danger. <laughs> <laughs> AT&T woman, actually. Yeah. She's AT&T woman. Uh, George Basil, um, Sarah Burns, 
um, Michael Shurness, Catherine Curtin, Wayne Duvall, Henry Gillian, Rebecca Henderson. It's a lot of people in this movie, okay? A big cast. It's IFC Films, so it's going to have a limited release, Kevin. So Werewolves with Finn is going to be available on June 25th, 2021, and as a limited release in certain theaters. And after that, on July 2nd, it'll be available on demand, so you can watch it at home if you want to pay that money. Um, so, so that's Werewolves Within. Kevin, what's the synopsis for Werewolves Within? All right. A snowstorm traps the town's residents together inside a local inn where newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecily must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. All right, so what did you think of the trailer for The Werewolf Within? Wow, that that, that trailer was so much more. <laughs> I mean, that synopsis gave us so much more to work oh, with. Oh, yeah, some of the other, the, yeah, the, clearly not written by the milkshake uh, writer, because, <laughs> they, yeah, they gave way more information. A lot of detail. Uh, so this trailer paints this movie as an awkward Fargo slash horror slash comedy slash whodunit. Um, I got to admit, I found the trailers to be so offbeat that it really kind of drew me in in this offbeatedness. Is that even a word, offbeatedness, Kevin? <laughs> we're, we're making it one. We're making it one, last weekly word. Um, we opened the trailer with Sam Richardson's character, Finn, uh, who appears to be like a new ranger. He's talking to Milana Vantrub, that, that's the AT&T woman. Uh, her character, she's like the local postal worker. I didn't know. I couldn't tell Kevin if she was actually USPS or like that was like a. a yeah, UPS. I think she's supposed to be like an regular, like the male woman, like yeah. the male woman. Um, so they're both talking, and she's basically explaining to him um about town, uh, about things about town, and and the the those that first scene is very like it just has like a quirky offbeat kind of sense to it, and then you see it kind of change flow as it goes from offbeat to like horror comedy. Um, so the, the, the thing that, that the trailer, I think was the pivoting point from the awkwardness to like the horror comedy point is when the ranger discovers a body underneath, uh, was it a tavern or a saloon? It's the inn. It's the local inn. As a local inn. And he says to all the people in town, um, the, the, all the power generator, the, oh, the power generator has been destroyed. And somebody asks him, which one? He says, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> And from then off, it just takes off to be like a really kooky horror comedy um, slash whodunit. It kind of had the same energy, the trailer kind of. What's that movie with the knives? Knives Out? Like, oh, oh my God. You thought that too. I was, th I thought it's, oh my God, this is a horror version mm -hmm. of Knives Out. Yes. Like, so it has like the same like Knives Out whodunit kind of cut to the trailer. And, but I don't think I've ever seen the, the, this, this mix, which is horror comedy um like quirky kind of like um it kind of it kind of seemed like bill murray was going to show up in the trailer at any moment like that's how quirky it was and it was also like a whodunit like clue um so i i i definitely liked it and i and i and i and i just i gravitated to the trailer because of the weirdness of it but i also love horror kevin and i also like the fact that i don't think i've seen a, a trailer for a horror comedy which had a, a black lead, um, Sam Richardson's character Finn. Which it wasn't just like a black um comedy as a whole, like like thing not not like Scary Movie or like um Get Out, but this was just like yeah, the he's the only black guy in the town. There's mm -hmm. only two people of color in the whole town, and um, there was someone I, else of color. I didn't see. Someone. Yeah, there's a guy. Okay, there's a scene where well, first of all, let me lead it up to it. There's a a scene where uh uh the uh, Finn. 
um, says, you know, I think there's safety in numbers. The power generators are out. People are have uh, mysteriously turned up super dead. So I think we should basically all stay together in the end. He goes, is anybody here uh, packing? Anybody got a gun? And everybody pulls out a gun and so <laughs> and so he goes I, he goes i guess we're having like an old-fashioned sleepover and with guns and so uh and so then later as the night wears on even though they're all like boarded up in the house people start getting mysteriously killed um in the house when they're all supposed to be no way in no way out and so they start mistrusting and wondering is somebody in the house a werewolf and so at one point they all start pointing guns at each other and then this one guy goes again are we actually having a mexican standoff and then the one guy who i believe is mexican says like no just don't don't say mexican just say standoff i just thought that was the funniest thing yeah it's just a standoff it is not a mexican standoff thank you um so i thought it was hysterical you're right the tone is first of all the lead is so perfectly cast i like the idea that he's an everyman and he is a fish out of water you have um the actress who's the at&t woman who is like the one non-crazy person person in that town and the two of them together trying to survive this long winter's night and figure out what the hell is going on and who's behind all these murders and apparently there is some kind of history of, of kind of werewolf stuff in that town and some people are uh, know more than they're letting on about the town's werewolf past and that's nothing if you, just a little another tip from us at last weekly if you live in a town that has a werewolf past you need to move Last weekly tip. <laughs> <laughs> we only want to help. And the and the and the actor um who who's, so the 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 actor um the character who says hey don't say Mexican standoff just say standoff that actor is the same actor that portrays Guillermo on uh what we do in the shadows and he's really oh funny yeah so yeah he is Hispanic shadows. so okay yeah, yeah that all right that's I thought he was Hispanic so Kevin uh like I like the fact that the lead just happened to be black it wasn't like you know like I said in the other the other movies like there's a specific um message behind it, it just happens you know Sam Richardson's character is just a new ranger in town but I I, I was kind of nervous because when I found out his name was Finn I saw the other treatment that the other Finn in Star Wars got another black I, was, I thought as soon as I heard his yeah mm-hmm. I thought like uh oh this is gonna be one of the those oh, deals. No. Also, uh, also queer baiting alert. But anyway, look it up what? if you don't understand. Yes, and that. St- how do you not know about Finn and what's his face about the? Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that later as well. <laughs> so I, I was nervous. I'm like the other thing got such bad treatment. I hope this character works out better. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I like the fact that it's. I, I thought it was a lot of times when movies, especially when you watch a trailer and like this, like like you said, the people are trapped inside the the, the different um, establishments and they keep dying. Like something like that. Sometimes I find it kind of tur- it kind of turns me off. I think, oh, this is kind of stupid and silly. But I thought it was done in a quirky manner that I still found it kind of like funny. And I I I, I just like this. I think it's such an interesting mix, and the characters just look so quirky. It was like Fargo on on a weird horror um comedy whodunit trip. So I'm definitely gonna watch this, Kevin. Like I I think this is really interesting, and I like little indie movies. I feel like um like everything that we discussed so far, besides um um a milkshake movie, <laughs> what do you call it, a gunpowder milkshake, uh today. Um, the Tomorrow War is such a big budget movie, and Loki's a big budget show. So it, do we need like I like we said before, like these little indie movies are 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 need to be still be made, and there's definitely an audience 
themes for them. And I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Hopefully the movie is as good as the trailer. Yeah, this trailer was so damn entertaining. And to keep that balance of being A, quirky, B, genuinely funny, and then actually having the horror feel scary and the suspense feel like there's a reason to be afraid for these people. I'm already invested in Finn and Cecily. I want them to both live to see that next day. And I'm rooting for the guy who plays Guillermo what we do in the shadows because uh, he knows we should just call it a standoff, not a Mexican standoff. So like you, I, I can't wait to see this. This feels so fresh. It feels so fun. Uh, the only thing I I think that's wrong about it is when it's being released i feel like i want to be watching this in october it would be a perfect halloween movie actually perfect halloween movie you're right so that's the only fault i can see with it is its release date but other than that it looks like it's going to be a damn good time Uh, uh, a smashing horror on comedy good time (laughs) (laughs) all right it's it's a big mix it's a big mix i can't I can't believe we come to the end of another Trailer Talk episode. So we can't review every trailer, but we do want to trailer talk about the movies and TV shows you want us to. So if you see a trailer or there's a show or movie you want us to talk about, let us know. Send us a voice message using the Anchor app or let us know on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Last Weekly on both. And you can catch episodes of Last Weekly on YouTube and post your comments and questions about the show there as well. Tone, how can people listen to our show other than how they're listening right now? So they can also listen to us, Kevin, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Definitely check us out on YouTube. You can listen to us and watch us on YouTube. And make sure to listen to us on WJMSRadio.com. That's every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, and every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So you have, you, have, you have everything covered there. And make sure to definitely check us out on LastWeekly.com because on LastWeekly.com, we have all the links to everywhere you can listen to the show. We make things easy for you. And please remember that the Last Weekly theme song is a song lush by the artist Dial. Kevin. All right. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our show on social media and leaving us good reviews. We hope. And we we really appreciate it. So don't forget to join us for the next episode of Last Weekly because the week doesn't end. Say it with me, Tone. Until Until we say so. so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. See you on the next one. Goodbye. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to have ourselves a treat.